Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Welcome to Zig Ziglar's Inspire Podcast. This is your host, Blake Lindsay. In today's podcast, Zig will tell us how he met his wife, whom he calls the redhead. He will sure tell us how his love for her has grown over the past 64 years. It is an inspiring story I know will enjoy. Let's turn it up and I'll be back in a few minutes. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous. And I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra-rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Dr. Joyce Brothers says love is something we all yearn for. And to love and be loved is the most blissful state imaginable. But what is love? The best definition I feel is caring as much for the aims and welfare of another person as you do about your own aims and well-being. During my late husband's long illness, I realized that I would have gladly given up my own life if his would be saved. And I knew how deeply a woman could love. Too many people mistake the sweaty palms and disexhilaration of a romantic encounter for love. If a couple, according to Philip Yancey, thinks of love as a feeling, they can become embittered when it seems to dissolve over the years. If they see it as a decision, a commitment, they will realize that they determine when love is present or not. What is love? On September the 15th, 1944, at a few minutes after 9 o'clock, the YWCA in Jackson, Mississippi, as a sailor boy attending the naval unit there at Millsaps College in Jackson, Mississippi, I had accepted an invitation to come to an open house. And uh, when I walked in, the first person I saw was this beautiful young brownette with her hair down to her shoulders, this cute little dress on. She was standing over by the Nickelodeon. Now, a lot of you young whippersnappers have no idea what a Nickelodeon is, so let me tell you, it's, uh, it was a jukebox of the 40s, and for a nickel, you could uh, play a song. Well, I saw her standing there. I walked over, and with considerable originality, I said, Hi. <laughs> With equal originality, she said, hi. 
Well, that started our relationship. As it would happen that evening, she was spending the night with a friend of hers named Dot Capps, who lived right across the street from the campus where I was staying. We rode the bus home. I got her number. The relationship started. I honestly thought I loved that girl within a month after we had met. Six months later, there was no doubt about it. As a matter of fact, the first night I saw her, I thought to myself, well, my search is over, at least for the night. Uh, a <laughs> month later, I thought I loved her. Six months later, I knew I loved her. And all of this time, I kept saying, yeah, I really do love her. Now, I don't believe in love at first sight, but in this case, I certainly believed in taking a second look. And so that was uh, the procedure we followed. Now, to Ross Camel, a brilliant psychiatrist from Chattanooga, Tennessee, says that it takes two years to know the character of the person that you're seeing. You need to go through spring, summer, winter, and fall at least twice, and you can identify then a lot about this individual. From a personal point of view, I can tell you at the end of two years, I knew I loved the redhead. End of five years, uh, no doubt about it. Ten years, unquestionably. Twenty-five years, no doubt about it at all. I just knew deep down I loved it. But I got to tell you, until I learned to love her through Jesus Christ, since that July 4th date back in 1972, I did not really know what love was all about. Dr. Brothers points out, I have found that as love matures, it grows better, warmer, and deeper and meets the other's needs. But it isn't trying to totally rescue someone else or meet every single need. Mature love can flourish only between two people who feel whole and worthwhile as individuals. That's why respect is so important. Love is not possible when one partner is expected to fill the other's inner voids. If you really love me, you wouldn't need other people is another expression of the desire to achieve the fusion we experienced with our mothers as babies. In other words, that's not mature love. That's immature love. John Russell of Clinton, Mississippi says there are three kinds of love. Love if, love because of, and love period. I love you if you'll satisfy my desires. This type always ends when one partner fails to meet the expectations of the other. The, uh, the second type is I love you because you're pretty or a hunk or have money. This means they are actually in love with status. The third kind, love period, can't wait to give. It says, according to Russell, you can't do anything to turn my love off. I got to tell you, when you look at our families today, and again, I refer to my own, we started early. We have such an incredible amount of enjoyment with each other. We go on vacations together. We work together. We worship together. We eat together. We talk on the telephone 
virtually every day. And the good news is we're all in the same locality. We can go visit without an awful lot of trouble. But that started many years ago. And then the other thing is if the couple wait until, let's say they're 35 or 40, and now they're ready to get married, but they've accumulated a fair amount of wealth. So now they want those agreements which says, hey, if this thing doesn't work out, honey, you ain't going to get my money. It's mine. I've worked for it all this time. Now, really, when you go into a relationship like that, what are the chances of it being stable and happy? I think it's pretty small. I saw a little cartoon once with a fella and his girlfriend in the jewelry store looking at a diamond, and he said to her, honey, he said, let's just get a little one. After all, this is just our first marriage for both of us. You know, when you approach life and marriage that way, what chance does it have of making it? It is so inspiring to see Zig and his wife, Jean, even now after 64 years of marriage. They are so evidently still in love and deeply committed to each other. It is obvious that Zig has practiced over the years all the things he teaches us about how to have a fulfilling marriage relationship. Now go hug your mate. This is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. 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 Inspiring true performance.